This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. This is our new monthly slot when I talk to Gina Flash or her colleague Jody Ramsey from the Mensch Network on who they have chosen as their thought leader of the month and why. Today, Jody introduces our two new next guests. Jody, welcome. Well, thanks so much, Sharice, and thanks for having us and for the opportunity to have this monthly slot for our thought leader expose, I guess we can call it that. So who do you have for us today, Jody? So today we have the lovely Laurie Sean and Melissa Zakon. They are two young professionals that have started a, a NGO, an organization, a project, a program called Mama Flow. And um, they are part of our Mensch network. And as you know, Mensch aims to strengthen Jewish individuals, communities, and organizations who strive for social justice to affect sustainable and systemic change in South Africa. And this is really the work that these two um, women are doing through their um, NGO project, Mama Flow. And they form part of our network, and part of our role is to um, introduce the work that they do to a wider community, our wider community, and also to support them as much as we can. And given that it's Women's Day on Monday, is that right? Is it Monday? Yes. And it's Women's Month. We thought what a beautiful way to introduce them and to welcome them to our network because they are new members. So um, they're actually professionals in their in their other part of their work. Uh, Laurie is an associate advocate and Melissa is an environmental anthropologist and program manager. And um, shall I tell you a bit about Mama Flo just to introduce it? It was founded in 2020 and their goal is to empower young girls to stay clean and healthy by providing them with sanitary products, both single-use and reusable, because they believe no woman should have to worry about their period. And they look at short-term and long-term goals. And what really struck me about them and, and reading their thought leader column, which is their personal views, their their motivations, and the purpose of the column and, and the, the learnings behind it is to to talk about what drives the individuals that do this type of work and also to put out a learning. And just by reading their article and engaging with them, I've learned so much about period poverty and and that it has a global impact, that it creates gender inequality. And, and there's still, you know, as older women, we've probably forgot that we may have lived through this as well, but there's a lot of shame and, and stigma um, to having a period, which is just crazy things so that every woman has it monthly and it's to have children. You know, it allows us uh, all of those beautiful advantages. Yeah, I think maybe I should just hand over to them because they are the experts in the field and they're just wonderful, two young women. It started for you a year ago when you were asked to contribute to a youth day to bring pads to Kaya Litcher. Um, what did you see and what struck you and what made you become part of this cause? Thank you so much for having us. So it was crazy. As we said, we didn't intend to start an NGO. Um, we were first asked to collect sanitary pads and we went to site B, Kailicha on Youth Day last year and we were shocked. I mean, we just put the call out to friends and family to see how many we could get and were overwhelmed with the response. We went there thinking we had way too many pads. Mm. And when we arrived, I mean, the hordes of people, there were just hundreds of people who kept coming out who were just desperately in need. And we kind of just stood there. There was four of us and a couple of our other friends came and we're like, we can't not come back. There's this problem was way bigger than we could have ever imagined. And I think just starting to speak to the woman and to see how 
thankful they were just for a single packet of sanitary pads just really hit home for us. So what was the next step? So I think for us, as Melissa said, we, we kind of, you know, I think we were, our shock kind of, we were like, we have to change this. We need to, what can we do about this? And on the drive home, you know, as four, four young girls, we talk a lot. And on the drive home, we were pretty much quiet. We, we, I think the, our brain started ticking and we were like, what can we do? How can we change this? And from there, we were like, we need, this needs to not be an ad hoc thing. We were very conscious that we didn't want this to be like, we were just going in, we we're taking some photos in the community and we're leaving. And, and that being that, we, we are not about that. We want to make a long lasting, you know, impact. We want to make sure that this is, a, a real impact and a real change. So from there, we 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 decided we've met this incredible community in Psych B with the most beautiful, young, energetic, exciting young girls, and we want to work with them. So we decided from there we're going to hone in on Psych B and let's get to know the community. Let's let's see what we can do to really make a difference in this community before we branch out into you know the wider Cape Town areas. So we. Again, decided what we're going to do. How are we going to, how are we going to make such a difference? Are we going to focus on young girls, old girls? And it was kind of from there, we just decided let's, let's see how we can branch out in a way that we can do more than just providing sanitary pads. Are we able to educate the girls? Are we able to educate ourselves more? And from there, we kind of just, yeah, we started doing a lot of research, a lot of reading. Um, and, and kind of it just, it's evolved so naturally from there. It does answer my question on why you chose this cause. Uh, what has the evolutionary road been for you? you? You came, you saw, you thought, and then what happened? I think the important part about this was we never started out to, you know, start an NGO or to tackle this issue. We always like to say it kind of found us. Mm, we almost fell into it, and it's been a very natural and organic progression, as Laurie said. Um, you know, as we've been speaking to the community, and we're very big on you know, we working with them and as much as, you know, we're learning alongside them, there's a lot of aspects, you know, being a woman that I didn't even know. And, you know, sure. our whole team can say that. So it's been an incredible learning curve with the women. And we've kind of been almost, I want to say, going with the flow <laughs> in terms of, you know, as we see needs and are chatting to the community, then we're trying to see, you know, then we come back and we have the discussion. All right. So what can we do? How can we do it? And it's all kind of trial and error, you know, we'll run a workshop, test things, chat to the woman, do they like the products? What do they want differently? What do they want to know? And then kind of branch out and see, all right, well, if this is the kind of information they want to know, how can we give them access to the information, access to the product? You said you were very strategic in that you decided on one area and you had to make a choice between younger girls or old girls. Which one did you choose and why? So what happened, and again, you know, it's it's been a very natural thing. After a few of our drops where we got to know members of the community, we became familiar faces to them. They became familiar faces to us. And then in September last year on Heritage Day, we hosted our first Mama Flow workshop. And at this workshop, it was, it was amazing. We had young girls, old girls, and we, we, we kind of hosted these like really incredible open discussions, you know, about the stigmas of our period poverty, about the, the cultural impacts, the cultural differences of our periods. We, you know, we quite, you know, none of us are doctors, so we make sure we always have doctors with us so that they can, we give the girls access to everything. And from there, we kind of just developed this community and we realized that as much as we were, we were fighting period poverty and we were providing these girls with sanitary pads, we were sitting in a room of these 
incredible leaders. You know, we were we kind of just gave them a platform and on our platform their voices were just so incredibly empowering, you know. We say that period poverty is our is our cause, it's our mission, but empowering women is is also part of that. So you listen to these young girls, they are so inspiring, they are so enthusiastic and they they really are the future of our country. So from there it's the youth that's come towards us. We do have a few older women and we work with them together and there's a few moms who come um because they also feel like maybe grandmothers need to be educated. You know, there's there's child headed households, there's male headed households, you know. So the young girls kind of came to us and that's how we've we've got into this position that we're in today where we're training our thirty young Mama Flow ambassadors. That's the age group we're dealing with. And even within our ambassadors they go from thirteen to seventeen. Melissa, you said you've learned so much. What have you learned? So there's definitely I think more the technical aspects. You know, having the doctors there, you kind of think, well, I understand my body. And we were all, I think our team were very privileged. We went to private schools and there was still, you know, parts of my body and the way it works and where female body works that I was like, wow, I really did not know these things. But I think more importantly than that, one aspect that I learned is to just see what a difference something so tiny can make. You know, it's, like they if you think you can't make a difference spend a night in a room with a mosquito <laughs> and i feel like that's something that i've really noticed through this because you know we're four young girls and we've just called on people to drop off pads and by so many people dropping off one packet of pads we were then able to distribute you know almost 800 women which and is to, which is insane it's incredible and to also just see kind of the power that the women in the communities have and kind of, you know, when we hosted our first ambassador workshop, we asked the girls to tell us, you know, their period story. What's like one of your most embarrassing stories. And at the end of the day, half the world is women. We've all been through this together. It's something we shouldn't be embarrassed to talk about and to see how these girls opened up. And then after the workshop with absolutely no prompting went onto their own social medias and started these own discussions And to see how that snowballed and how they just took on this power and used their voices has been absolutely incredible. So I think for me, that's what's stood out the most. I think what I'm hearing from both of you is that the the, the journey has changed you as much as it's changed them. And that it's more of a partnership than a kind of a hand up. And I'd like to hear where you would like to go with this. I think, yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's, it's not a handout. It is, it is, it is a complete partnership. We are learning. I, often we say that I think we're learning more from the girls and they're learning from us. I know for me, you know, at these workshops, when I interact with these girls, it is, it is the best feeling in the world because I'm, I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud that these are the women that are, that we're putting out there. These are, these are, you know, Mama Flow started as just giving girls sanitary pads and now we've given them more. We've given them a voice. We've given them a platform. Our intention is for us to take a step back. We are not the faces of Mama Flow. We're just the platform. We want Mama Flow to be run by our ambassadors. So moving forward, we hosted our first Mama Flow training day where we trained our ambassadors. We planned, okay, cool. These are your schools. These are the needs of your schools. How can we what can we do to help you? And we, we want the girls to be in a position where they can pick up the phone and be like, Laurie, I need X, Y, and Z at my school. Can you help me? Or Laurie, we want to plan this event. 
are you able to to back us? Are we able to use Mammoflow's platform? So moving forward, we just want to we know that what will happen is, and we're hoping what will happen. We have big goals, <laughs> very big dreams in the pipeline for Mammoflow. But at this level, we're just hoping that we're in a position where our Mammoflow ambassadors themselves are leaders for younger girls in their schools, where they're taking what we've learned and we're giving what every resource we can possibly give them within our available means to say to them, run with it. Give us your ideas. Come to us with ideas. We're not their role models. We want them to be the role models within their school, within their community. And even in the short year that maybe we've gotten to know these girls, they, they are role models. They are they're so proud. Um, if you go look on some of their their Instagram handles, it will say their name and then it will say Mama Flo Ambassador. And, you know, that makes us so proud because – they they truly are the faces of the of of our project and they they yeah they're amazing so i think the more work we get to do with them the more the more we're able to give them a platform to raise their voice and raise awareness i think we then i think we're doing what we set out to do in a way you're creating a sisterhood you create completely and that's why we say it's not a again it's not a handout it's a complete partnership it's a 50-50 and if anything we want them to take the lead as Melissa said, we're very lucky. We came from privileged backgrounds. We went to private schools. We had everything within our means to, you know, make a difference or, or have access to sanitary pads. So now we want to, we want to be that platform for them and we want them to, to go out and, you know, make a real difference in the world, which we know that they can. Melissa and Laurie, thank you so much for sharing the information about Mama Flo and the project that you're undertaking and congratulations on a job well done. If anybody would like to get a hold of you, what should they do? So you can definitely find us. Um, I think our Instagram and our Facebook is yeah. probably one of the best places. and People can see what we're doing, our latest campaigns, and get involved. Um, our Instagram. Our Instagram's at MamaFlowSA. And especially now going into Women's Month, we are running multiple campaigns, uh, Joburg and Cape Town. We're running virtual campaigns. We're going to be having an amazing Ambassador Day on Monday. So... Our social media is, you know, where it's at. It's where also our community can get to meet our ambassadors. They can get to see what we're doing. And we're open to ideas. We're open to people reaching out to us and giving us the ideas for partnerships because, you know, this is a bigger community and the bigger we can make this, the better, I guess. Melissa and Lori, thank you so much. And Jody, thank you so much for introducing them. Wonderful. Thank you. And just to say we are so privileged to have Mama Flow is part of our network, and every time I hear them talk, I'm re-inspired, and we at Mench learn from our network members too, and we are learning from them as well. So thank you. Thank you very much. That was Jodie Ramsey from Mench Network and Melissa Zakon and Laurie Schoen from Mama Flow.